Hello and welcome to today's edition of Spiritual Impact. We trust and pray that uh, this program will be a blessing to you and an encouragement and help you maybe understand the Word of God just a little bit more. I'm Senior Pastor Tim Parton of Abundant Life Worship Center and our Associate Pastor here at the church is Steve Rose. Pastor Steve, I tell you what, these programs, uh, I think I get as excited as anybody getting to do them and uh, I, we get a blessing because you know sometimes these are done in real time, sometimes they're recorded and uh, you can always with the media and, and Facebook and this and that and you can go back and share and save mm -hmm. so you can, can relive the blessings over and over and over and over. <laughs> but the good thing about That's God true. is His blessings are renewed Amen. daily. Amen. Hallelujah. And I've got a topic I want to talk to us about today and it's facing the impossible. Has anybody ever out there had to face what we'd consider an impossible task? You know, maybe it's impossible with man, but what are we talking about here? We serve a God of the impossible Amen. when we trust and believe. But I asked myself a couple of questions. First of all, can the impossible be overcome? Because I think that's the very first thing we need to know and understand. I think that when we face that thing that they come to us and they say, well, this is what's happening. We're going, oh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get out of this? That there is a God who's faithful to it all. And also, how can we do it? That's the next part. Mm -hmm. How can we do it? So I went to the Scriptures to find out what the Word of God says. And when I talk about can the impossible be overcome, I go to Mark chapter 9, verse 23 to start with. And it says, And Jesus said unto him, and this is, let me give you a little background on this too. This is where the guy had the son who was demon-possessed. And it said the demon would try to cast him into the water and into mm -hmm. the fire to try mm -hmm. to kill him. Well, he brought him to the disciples, and they couldn't cast him out. So what they did, they, they brought him to Jesus. And so Jesus was here, and he says in 9.23, And Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him Amen. that believeth. Who? Him that believeth. Amen. But he says, how many times did Jesus ask somebody when they come to him, he says, Lord, will you heal me? He'll say, do you believe, believe that I'm able? Talk about that faith that's in them. He said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. It says, and straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. See, I think that talks about genuine faith there. And I think that shows sometimes, you know, we're weaker in faith Amen. in some areas than others. Amen. And, you know, there's some things I don't have a problem believing God for at all, but there's some things that come through life, and sometimes I may have a problem believing, but, you know, God is able. That's where we got to get over that. Because when we're in fear, the Word of God really says that when we're in fear, it says, you know, perfect love. You know, fear casts out or is cast out by perfect love. So when we have perfect love in our heart and the perfect love of God, it says it does away with the fear mm -hmm. that's there. But, you know, he cried out here and he's telling him, you know, Lord, I believe. But you think about it, he saw the disciples try to do it, but then they couldn't do it. So do you think there might be a moment of doubt there? Is there a situation you faced in life and maybe you prayed and you didn't get that answer immediately? Or you said something that says contrary to what mm -hmm. you're praying and what you're believing? Well, what did Jesus say to do right there? 
if you can believe. Mm -hmm. Don't let that, he was saying, don't let that stop you from believing to get this blessing. And, and what we got to do is hold on by faith because it says, the just shall live by faith and not by sight. And what does that really mean? That means, you know, your circumstances may say one thing, but what does the Word of God say? That's where we got to live by faith. And we got to stand by faith. Faith is trust in the Word of God. But again, if you can believe, all things are possible. So when we look at this right here, it's saying that the impossible can be overcome. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it. You know, he says, nothing is impossible to those that believe. And again, I ought to break down nothing into no thing. That's right. That's an individual. <laughs> Nothing's impossible. Uh, plural, no thing is impossible with God. I've been through situations where, you know, uh, my wife had lost a job, and you know, in the natural, it said, you know, we can't make it because we only got that one job, that one job that's bringing in the money. But you know, when she called me, she goes, what are we going to do? I said, we're going to believe God. God is God. Mm -hmm. Either he, he means what He says and says what He means, so let's trust Him. And you know, through the whole time that she was looking for a job, guess what never happened? Never missed a payment. And we never really hurt for money because God is faithful. How did He do it? I'm saying He did it. Now, don't mm -hmm. say that I'm sitting here going, I did it, because I'm going to tell you, there's just things that doors opened up, people give money, people do things. I'm telling you, God is the one who gives us richly of all things. Amen. But you know what? We just had to trust Him in those things. We've had come in with a cancer diagnosis in our family. And I remember when the doctor came in, he sits there and he says, well, it looks like cancer. And we said, okay, what do we need to do? He goes, did you understand what I said? It looks like cancer. And we'd heard people screaming and, you know, crying out loud all through the place where they'd got the similar. And I was like, okay, what do we need to do? Yeah. There's a peace of God that passes all understanding that keeps your heart and mind. And so you thank God, no cancer. And I, I praise God for that, but that's Him. But it's believing Him when the impossible says is there. This is impossible. How can we escape it? Brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you, Jesus is the way that can make the way out of no way. Not me. Steve Rose can't do it. Tim Parton can't do it. No. But I can tell you, we can point you to the one who has the power to do those things. I know a lady that was diagnosed with cancer, and she's living a healing today, almost 50 years later, standing there on the Word of God. I remember she'd go in with a promise. You're talking about having faith and standing. She'd go in and she said, I'd sit down in my chair and said, I'd have an empty seat next to me and I'd prophesy. She said, I'd say to that chair, you know, one day my husband's going to be sitting here in this chair. One day he's going to be here with me. He says, he didn't love the Lord at that time. But you know what? I'm going to tell you, by hallelujah, glory be to God, there was a day come that he walked down the aisle. And brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you, when she was there and I knew him, he was there every time she was. And glory be to God, they loved the Lord. I'm going to tell you, that's the way God is. But it's believing by faith. The impossible may tell you this is never going to happen. You may have kids out there that may have drug problems. You say, well, that could never happen for me. It can happen. It can happen for you. But it takes faith in believing the Word of God, standing upon the the word even past circumstance and brothers and sisters I'm gonna tell you I've seen too many lives change to say that God can't do it you know I was thinking here uh, this this man with his son in this condition and he told Jesus that uh, I believe but help my unbelief and we know that that faith is it's a gift from God because God in his word tells us that he gives us the measure of faith that if we had the faith as a grain of mustard mm -hmm. seed. So as we look at 
when I'm looking at that, and I think the measure of faith, I believe that God implants that faith seed within us. Mm -hmm. uh, now, when we focus on Him, the faith is strong, and it's easy to have that, that super faith. When we look more at the circumstance, then we're, we're uh, not looking at our faith through the right kind of eyes. So, but, but that gift, we nurture that gift of faith. And, and by daily trusting in God, trusting in what He's done for us, trusting in His provision for us, trusting in His promises, each and every day, we fertilize that faith a little bit. Mm -hmm. Even though even though if we look unto God, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, we know that, that He can do all things. He said, with man, all you know, things are impossible. But with God, mm -hmm. He can make the possible out of the impossible. That's simply because He's God. There's nothing that He can't do except fail or lie mm -hmm. because He is truth. Uh, but if we can learn to just allow Him to implant that seed of faith and, and allow Him through a moving of the Spirit and, and studying His Word and seeking His face, and that faith begins to grow, not because we've done anything great, but we see and we feel that, that Spirit welling up on the inside of us. And when we face these obstacles and we see these things that we can't understand, that we can't explain, and we know I have no power over this mm -hmm. whatsoever, but the God that I serve. The three Hebrew children, mm -hmm. when they were cast into the fire, before the hand, they, they were told King Nebuchadnezzar, the God that we serve is able to deliver us. Mm -hmm. And they said, we're not, we're not slow to answer you this. We, I mean, it don't take us all day. We're going to tell mm -hmm. you here and now, right now to your face, that we will not bow and worship your image. For we know the God that we serve is able to deliver us. But even if he doesn't, mm -hmm. we're still not going to serve you. <laughs> but they said, he is able and he will. So uh -huh. see, we serve the God of the able, the God that can and the God that will, mm -hmm. if we can just learn to believe and receive. Part of the disbelief is we don't always know how to receive. Mm -hmm. And because we don't know how to receive, we, we, uh, we don't focus properly on what we're Absolutely. asking for. Mm -hmm. Why do we not always have our focus lined up? We're not getting into the Word. We'll read what thus saith the Word of God. Mm -hmm. But then, but you don't know my situation. I, I know he done that uh -huh. for you, but man, he's no respective person. Right, close And if he blessed Paul, he'll bless Steve. Mm -hmm. If he blessed Abraham, he's going to bless Tim. Absolutely. Because you know what? What we need to start learning how to do when we read these stories in here, start substituting your name in there. Come on. Mm -hmm. Because... Because of Christ, I can do all things, Paul said, mm -hmm. through Christ who strengthens me. That's where our strength comes from. So I can say, Tim can do all things through Christ. That's right. Steve can do all things through Christ. Mm -hmm. It's not within ourselves. It's through Christ. And this man was acknowledging, I trust you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I know you can. This is my son, and this flesh has been weary. This flesh is weak. Mm -hmm. Would you... See... All God's looking for is some honesty. He was honest with God. <laughs> yeah. And if you say, God, I know you can, 
but I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. Help me. Yep. You think he's going to stand by and say, till you get up to this level, I just can't do nothing for you. He's yeah. No, he's going to reach down and pick you up. Yep. And see, he still brought him. Yeah. He still, even though he was struggling, he still brought him to Jesus. <laughs> see, that's the good part right there. Still brought him to the one. He said, I know your disciples couldn't, but I'm going to bring you. I'm going to take him to the source. Mm -hmm. And I, I tell you, I like that right there. And when we're talking about it, you were talking about it just a minute ago. How, when we're facing an impossible task, how do we even start? And I believe it's found in Philippians 4, 12, and 13. Jesus was talking about it just a minute ago. He says, Paul says, I know both how to be abased. That means mm -hmm. be at the lowest level. He said, I know how it is to be brought down and be at the lowest level of life. He says, I know how it is to abound. That means to be at the, the high level of life, riding on the, what we call the high places. He says, everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry. He says, when it's good, he says, I may be full, but he says, I'm also supposed to be hungry. When I'm hungry, he says, I'm also supposed to be full. He says, both times, and he's talking about spiritual things here along with the natural things. But he says, I'm instructed. And to be instructed means that somebody's trained you. He's told you these things. That's the Spirit of God. He says, I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. You know, you talked about the man, even though he was struggling, and, and that, I mean, that's his son. His heart's broken, but he, he still came to Jesus. And I think a lot of times what hinders us is, is pride gets in the way of our flesh. We want to think that we're self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. But we have to come to the knowledge that without Christ, there, we can't do anything. There's nothing we can do. Uh, simply living life is not accomplishing anything. That's right. Because all the things that we do in this life of the flesh, they're going to be gone. They're gonna be, nobody's going to remember any of that. It's, it's focusing on, on living a life that pleases God so that we can spend eternity with Him. Because there's only two places. Now, if we're, not, if we're not living for Him, then we're not living in His will. Mm -hmm. So you're either going to heaven because your sins are under the blood, or you're going to hell because you rejected. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in between, That's folks. Right. There's nothing in between there. And I don't care how many good deeds we may have done. I don't care... You know, you may have, uh, it may have been somebody there that had to, could took that boy to all kinds of doctors, which that wouldn't have done him any good. Mm -hmm. Nothing against the doctors, but flesh can only do so much. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to take something, a higher power. This boy needed a higher power help in his life. And even though his father, he believed, but he had doubt. Mm -hmm. He still, like you said, brought him to Jesus and said, I know you can. Mm-hmm. Help my unbelief, but you can do it, God. And you know what? He did help his unbelief. Mm -hmm. See, think about that afterwards when we saw the, the saving power of Christ. You think his faith increased? I'm going to tell you, his faith increased. You know why? Because he'd seen the power of God. And see, through the things that we face before in life, and you know how God's given us the power to go through these things. And right now, you're either at the bottom, you're at the top, or you're somewhere in between. You're going through these things right now, and you're going through them either with Christ or going through them without Christ. And I'm going to tell you, I've been in both places, and it's much better to go with Christ when you're going through these things because He truly does 
Steve can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But it takes the strength of Christ to go through these things. And I like that. He says, not only how to abound or be abased and abound, but he says, everywhere, no matter where you go. I like that. I used to do this with kids. I did like I'd take one of the pastor children and go, okay, go over there and stand at the door. And they'd go over and stand at the door and go, whose child are you? Tim's. Okay, I'd go over here. Stand over here at this wall. Whose child are you? Tim's. So no matter where you go, Tim's still your father, ain't it? And when we're talking about the things of God, that's the way it is with God. No matter where I go, guess what? I'm still a child of the King. Hallelujah. He says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you know, I realize and understand that people always come to me with a story where I prayed for this and I didn't receive it. I know there's a, there's a greater mission out there. There's a greater knowledge. And I know that what I'm talking about, greater knowledge, is the knowledge of God. I don't understand why God does things all the way, or all the ways He does things. But His way is higher than my ways, and His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. But, you know, one day I will stand and I will know even as I am known. And a lot of times when we're going through these things and we see these things and they don't take place, you know, sometimes God was glorified through the suffering. Mm-hmm. And see, that's what we don't realize and understand sometimes. You know, Paul prayed, you know, one time he says, listen, this thorn in the flesh that you've given me, when you look at it, thorn in the flesh, it translates like a demonic spirit that followed and stirred up trouble wherever he went, because it translates angelos. But it says it stirred up the problem wherever he went. But he said, I prayed three times for this to depart from me. Mm-hmm. And he said, each time the Lord says, my grace is sufficient for thee. For he says, my strength is made perfect in weakness. What does that mean? He says when we're weak in ourselves, he says, then we become strong in God. And then when we become strong in God, we find the strength that we need to face those situations, what we call the impossible. Also, I want to look at another verse of scripture here. And this is 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5, or 3 through 5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. That means, you know what, we're living in this flesh right here. And he says, while we're walking in this flesh, he says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations. That means to arrest them. What it means when that thought pops in there and he's going, did God really say? That's the way he comes to you. He'll say, I know. You'll sit there and you'll quote a verse of scripture and you'll say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And the devil comes up. Did God really say? That's when he says, you take that thought and you arrest that thought. You take it captive. Why? Because it's, it says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. If God says it, like you said before, we have that saying, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. No, God said it, that settles Amen. it. Whether we believe it's going to make a difference. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, when God says it, God says it. That means that's, it's settled right then. But He's waiting for us to believe. He's still asking the same question to people today. Do you believe that I am able? We have to be. Uh, it says, He that cometh to God must believe that He is, Amen. and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. But you've got to believe that He is. It says, when we ask God and we don't believe, He says, you're unsteady. He says, you're unstable in all your ways. He says, you're double-minded. He said, don't let that person think they'll receive, because He says, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta settle it. Amen. You gotta believe it, and you gotta believe it by faith. Amen. But he says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that dissolves itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Mm-hmm. You gotta bring it back. You gotta say, Lord, and that's when you may have to say, you know what? And when He comes and He says, Oh yeah, but God said. 
And see, when the devil would tempt him, he'd say, is it not written? Yep. You cast yourself down, he'll bear, give his angels charge over thee and catch thee, lest they dash thy foot against the stone. He says, yes, but he says, is it also written? Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. How did he fight him? He fought the enemy with the Word of God. How do we fight the enemy today? It's the same way. We've got to find the promises of God. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God. What weapons are we using? Prayer. We're using the promises of God. We're using the same things. But they're mighty through God. If we're doing it in our own strength, as the pastor was talking about earlier, if we're doing it in our own strength, you're not going to win the battle. No. It says in there, and people say, well, resist the devil and he'll flee. That's not what that scripture says. It says, submit yourself unto God. Yeah. Resist yeah. the devil, <laughs> then he'll flee from you. Because if you don't have that submission to God, you're not standing in the proper strength. It goes back to proper order. Exactly. And that's what we talk about proper order, and you got to do it in God's strength, Amen. and you got to do it God's way. Amen. You know, I was sitting here and I was thinking. Uh, you know the impact is is evident in in this child's life and in this father's life. Then I was thinking about the impact in the community. The community knew about this situation, and I'm sure many times they were afraid, mm -hmm. uh, but they saw this this child delivered and in his right mind and and clothed and, and and delivered from from all that that was troubling him, all those devils that had him possessed. And also, my mind went back to. There was a place, I'm not exactly sure the city, but Jesus left because he really couldn't do any work there. Not that he couldn't do anything, it was because of their unbelief. Right. They would not yeah. receive. That's right. See, and that's the thing. We have to be willing to receive. Even though we, we may be a little weak in the faith, we still have that willingness to receive it. And God knows that, that, that our heart is open to receiving that gift, even though we may not completely understand but with, with the receiving, He'll also open up our understanding. But everything that we see around us, everything that we see God do, it, it impacts somebody else. I mm -hmm. think when God impacts my life, somebody else is watching that it impacts their life or, or you know, in our families, in our churches, in our communities, on the job. The Bible says no man lives to himself, no mm -hmm. man dies to himself. So, so people are impacted by one another. And uh, when we come together and we trust God and we believe God and, and we seek His perfect will in our life, then I think that's when things become possible. That doesn't mean that God's going to grant everything that we ask. That's right. He is going to grant everything that we need to live our life according to the way that He... If you need, if you need money for your house payment, and you're, you're out working and you're trying to help yourself, God's going to make sure that you get your house payment mm -hmm. made and things that. like that. Paul, but if, that. You're, if you're just sitting around and depending on somebody else to keep you up, Come Paul on. said let a man that won't work, eat his own bread. Eat his own bread. So you know what? I think that, that there are times that we, we have to trust God every day in our lives. But I also think there's times that God says, I want you to get up. And I want you to believe what I've told you, and I want you to do what I've told you. Mm -hmm. And if you want all the good blessings from me, you're going to have to do your part. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can earn, but you're going to have to be obedient. Mm -hmm. God's not going to bless disobedience. I don't care who you are. Yeah, see, Naaman, great man, come to the prophet. The prophet don't even come to the door to meet him. Says, all you got to do to be cleansed of your leprosy is go <laughs> dip seven times in the River Jordan. He's going to main out there. A lot of other rivers, a lot better than right Jordan. Of life. 
And then I was glad there's a little servant there that comes to him and says, he didn't tell you to do anything hard. Put it all just, in perspective. He just said, go dip seven times. It says he went and dipped seven times in the River Jordan. He said he was cleansed of his leprosy. He had to do it the way God did it. And see, a lot of times that's what we don't want to do. We don't want it the way God tells us to do it Amen. because sometimes it's harder or, or it does, it affects our pride right yeah, there. Right, right. Oh my goodness, I can't believe God asked me to do something like that. But he's doing it for your good. Amen. You know, you may be watching and... Uh, and you need that special touch that, that for what seems impossible. And I know there's some people that, that are watching that, Pastor Steve, there's in some possible looking circumstances in their life. But I'm glad the God that we serve is not limited to what circumstance says. He dictates what circumstances have to do. Right. The centurion told Jesus, simply speak the word. My servant will be healed. That's right. That's the kind of faith he's looking for. And even though we may be discouraged and out of heart right now, just ask God for help. He will be there for us. Pastor Steve, take us to the okay. throne. Fathers, we come to you today. There may be someone watching right now that's facing the yes, impossible Father. situation. Father, the hope we have, the only hope we have in those impossible situations is the hope of the Word of God. And that we have Jesus Christ to tell us the truth. We have the Word of God to help us and lead us and to guide us. Father, I'd ask you, Lord, today, help them find the promise of God to stand on by faith. And dearly Father, I'm going to praise you and thank you, Lord, right now, because there's going to be some people brought out of impossible situations. Amen. And dearly Father, I thank you, Lord, for the testimonies they're going to bring forth when they believe the Word of God. And Father, again, above all things, I just rejoice knowing that you are the God who can make the impossible possible. And Heavenly Father, today, Lord, again, be with our, our viewers right now, Lord, those listening. And Heavenly Father, Lord, touch their situation right now as only you can. And Heavenly Father, let them see the power of God. Let them see the healing power. Let them Amen. see the delivering power. Jesus. And Heavenly Father, let them feel the peace of God that passes all understanding to keep their heart and mind as they are focused on you. Father, I praise you and I thank you. Thank you for the answers to these prayers. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I tell you what, it's a good lesson and uh, we can take to heart that no matter what we're facing, God is bigger than that problem. And uh, you talked about Naaman dipping in the Jordan there. You know, sometimes figuratively speaking, we may have to find us a Jordan and uh -huh. dip in sometimes. But the thing I take from that is if we'll just trust him, God will meet you where you're at. He doesn't, we'll never be able to get to his level, but he'll meet us where we're at and he'll change our heart and he'll change our life. And uh, we'd like to invite you to come visit us at the church. Pastor Steve's going to tell you how you can do that. Yeah, there is uh, some things missing there at Abundant Life Worship Center and that's our, our viewers right there, we'd love you to come and be in fellowship with us. And we're again, we're located at 923 Dolly Parton Parkway. You can visit our website at alwcsevereville.com. And how about emailing us when that impossible situation comes through and you get your answer, share that with us. We'd love Amen. to hear your testimony. You can share that at alwcsevereville at gmail. Dot com. Love to hear about it and we rejoice together with you. And know that we at Abundant Life Worship Center love you. But know that above that, Jesus loves you. He died for you. God bless. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Tim Parton of Abundant Life Worship Center. For those of you that live in the suburban area, or maybe you just visit from time to time, we'd like to take a moment and invite you to come visit us 
at the church. We're located at 923 Dolly Parton Parkway right here in Sevierville. Our service times are Sunday morning at 11 a.m., Wednesday evening at 6.30. We just love sharing the Word of God. And we're just a family church, so we invite you to come grow with us. God bless. Just a little faith We are never alone So this battle I won't fear Cause I can hear